his karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams, thanks for everything, mom and dad, will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. Welcome back. It's Joe Beamer here on the Friday show. News Radio 930 WBEN. If you are just joining us, some very sad news here in Western New York this morning. Businessmen Mark Croce and Michael Capriato have passed away in a helicopter crash. Yes, uh, last night around 830 in Mechanicsburg, Pennsylvania. That's in Cumberland County. They were flying from Washington, D.C. to Buffalo here in Buffalo. And both were, as I said, prominent businessmen. Michael Capriato was a strong force in Orchard Park, a business owner. He was involved in the government of Orchard Park. And Mark Croce had a lot to do with the development of downtown Statler City, the Curtis, the Chop House, Darcy McGee's. Um, He had a lot to do early on with Chippewa. So... He, uh, we're talking to people that were not only significant businessmen, but did have a love for Western New York and wanted to see Western New York keep progressing to um, as it is right now. But, you know, as I said with Mark Croce, he really did kick off everything you see downtown with Statler City. Took a chance. No one was in that part of downtown, uh, even if there was an event. You know, Statler City kind of away from the arena or the ballpark downtown. He took a chance and made it a top destination for events, for weddings um, here in Buffalo. 803-0930, star 930, the Volkswagen of Orchard Park text board, open at 3930. Your reaction and also what these two men meant to Western New York. We've got responses or I'm sorry, reaction from politicians. We will bring that to you as well. But first we will talk to Dan in West Seneca. Dan, good morning. Uh, good morning, Joe. And and I do think that it is a sad time for uh, not only Western New York, the, the families of those two individuals with their untimely passing. My prayers uh, my condolences to them. Uh, however, I'm still going to criticize a little bit and, and, and ask a question. Um, I'm not familiar with the gentleman who had owned the Tim Hortons in Orchard Park and all that kind of stuff, um, uh, but every community needs that type of individual because uh, we do need an economic engine and somebody that knows how to run it. Um, with Mr. Croce, I'm going to stay consistent. Um, I know that you're a, a big proponent of the development of downtown and certainly in your monologue, you gave him a lot of credit. Uh, and I remember you addressed it in an earlier show. Um, so I just want to touch on that for a second, and then I'll make my, my final remark and, and hear your rebuttal, if you don't mind. Uh, but at the time when downtown Buffalo was kind of not being developed and it was kind of dilapidated, and Buffalo itself um, had people just left uh, in droves. The population dropped by over 100,000 people in my lifetime. Um, you have to remember that Amherst had an economic boom. The University of Buffalo had expanded out there. I think at that time, 
the free market economy moved in a different direction uh, and made other areas, suburbia, very prosperous. So it was a different focus for economic development. And yes, Mr. Croce came back into Buffalo. You have to keep in mind that a lot of what he was able to purchase, he purchased uh, under market value. And he also took advantage of tax subsidy and grants and uh, everything else. He used a lot of the taxpayer money uh, funneled into his own private business to make that success happen. And I am concerned that with his untimely debt, will the taxpayers ever be reimbursed for their investment? Um, there's no guarantee that his business will continue to flourish. Uh, we don't know if there was a plan of succession to where uh, family members will continue uh, in the same fashion that he did, or will it be sold to somebody else who will ask for more taxpayer subsidy to continue uh, down that road. So uh, my feeling is that publicly raised tax dollars should not be funneled into private business whatsoever. And Dan, you do have a good memory. Uh, and I think that's a topic for another time. But I will say this. Um, nevertheless, he did take a chance, especially with Statler Towers. I mean, that is before anything else was starting to be brought back downtown. He took a chance on Statler which is away from where the events are, away from where a lot of, you know, after 6 o'clock business downtown is. And he did make it to a place where they host you know, many weddings every year and, and many very uh, high elite events. He did do that, but I, I have a caveat for that. Um, he got millions of dollars that were taxpayer-funded, and he he's done it in stages— so I would, uh, and I'm the type of person who invests, so if, if I invest a million dollars, the question is, is how long before I have a return on my investment? And I don't think that uh, we have a return on that investment yet. And certainly now, because of his untimely death, are we even insured that the business will continue? If it did continue, is it going to require more taxpayer subsidy, or do we have another white elephant like Elon Musk? Well, and Dan, I think that is a show uh, for another time. You know, there are things you said that we definitely could go back and forth on and probably find that we agree on certain things, uh, but I don't know if I want to go too far into that today. I agree. We should show respect to him and his family, and I truly do feel... Uh, bad for them, um, but your yesterday's show dealt with a, a $6.2 billion deficit in the state of New York, and the taxpayers are going to be penalized uh, for government's mishandling of the publicly collected tax dollar. Uh, you can't get away from it. All right, Dan in West Seneca opens up a line for you at 803-0930, star 930. As I said, politicians uh, reacting to the loss of Mark Croce. Brian Higgins says, terrible news this morning to hear of the deaths of Western New Yorkers Mark Croce and Michael Capriato. Mark was a longtime friend and as big a booster of Buffalo as there ever was. Our hearts go out to Mark's loving wife, Jessica, and their children as they deal with this incomprehensible tragedy. And um, as I said to Dan, 
you know, you might have your criticisms. You might not like the way certain business deals were done. I don't think that's today's the show for that. Um, I always I always like dance calls, as you know. Dan and Wes Seneca, one of uh, my favorite and, and Sandy favorites calls. He, he's uh, he always brings a different point of view when we're talking politics. Uh, but today, I think we should focus on the. Uh, on the positives, we should focus on the significance. And, and as I said, you can have your disagreements with the way certain deals were done, the way uh, the, way, the way certain properties were purchased. Uh, but nevertheless, you cannot deny the significance that Mark Croce had on downtown Buffalo before anyone else, before anyone else took a chance on downtown Buffalo. When seriously, downtown Buffalo, if there was not an event downtown it shut down at 6 p.m and mark croce of all places he didn't take something on main street he didn't take something near the arena he went to the statler towers something that many people wanted to see brought back to life it was just sitting there rotting away and mark croce took a chance again you might not agree how he got there but he took a chance and turned the statler that no one had gone in for years and he turned it into a prominent location downtown, one of the top wedding destinations in western New York. And like I said, they host very many prominent and elite events. And I think we should today be focusing on uh, the terrible loss, the tragedy, uh, and remember the families who um, have also lost their loved ones. And let's focus on the positive and, and the significance that these two men were on western New York, a very positive um, both were very positive to Western New York and will be sorely missed. 803-0930, star 930. Uh, your reactions as well as what these two men meant to Western New York as we continue here on News Radio 930 WBEF. If you're just joining us, uh, some very sad news here in Western New York as two very prominent businessmen who I, I can't say it enough, and I think you can tell from the reaction, uh, two men that loved Western New York and loved seeing Western New York brought back to prominence. Um, passed away last night in a helicopter crash in Mechanicsburg, Pennsylvania. That's in Cumberland County. Uh, Mark Croce, who was 58, and Michael Capriato, who was 63, both, as I said, prominent businessmen. We are taking your reaction as well as what those two men meant to Western New York. No doubt um, they have left their mark on Western New York, as we can tell not only uh, from the business they created, the jobs they created, uh, but the reaction we're getting this morning on the phones and on the text board. Let's go to Buffalo and talk to Patrick. Patrick, good morning. Good morning. Yeah, I just wanted to, to tag in. I don't often do this, but I just wanted to tag in on this subject because uh, I heard you mention something about uh, maybe some people being concerned as to how Mr. Croce had acquired the properties that he owned. Um, I don't know how he did, but what I do know is, is that through years of mismanagement in the city of Buffalo, the properties that he took over uh, were derelict pieces of property. The, the building where the Curtis Hotel is was, I think, closed and uh, no tenants, no business uh, being produced in there for 12, probably 25 years at least. Uh, the same with the Statler. That was a building sliding into ruin, and that's a that's a, a centerpiece in Buffalo. So it doesn't matter how he got them. 
The fact of the matter is, is that the taxpayers of Buffalo were paying for those properties, and he took he had the the, the uh, wherewithal to take a chance on a city that he obviously loved, and uh, to really do some serious investment, and as you just said, bring help bring Buffalo back to prominence. Those buildings are now beautiful buildings, and uh, as well as his uh, as well as his restaurant, the Buffalo Chop House. So. Uh, he's he's a serious loss, as well as I'm sure Mr. Capriato is, to this community, and he will be missed. But he did whatever, however he acquired the buildings is unimportant. The fact of the matter is, is he took them off the city's tax rolls as far as the burden on the, the taxpayers having to pay for them, and he assumed that. He was paying taxes on those properties. Not only that, but those buildings were vacant. There were There was no product being produced. There was no commerce taking place, and there were no employees that are that were hired to pay into the uh, into the tax revenue system, he created all that. That's private sector money that created an enormous amount of tax revenue being collected again by our community and by the government. So, hats off to Mr. Croce, and he should be seriously respected and remembered for that, and as well as many other accomplishments that I'm sure he had in his life. So, uh, he will be sorely missed, in, in my point. And anybody who thinks that he got those those buildings through ill-gotten gain are absolutely crazy with a capital C. That's a wonderful thing that he did for this community, and that's how he should be remembered. And that was it. I'll get out of the way and let you finish. Patrick, well put, man. Thank you so much for the call. Yeah. Patrick in Buffalo. I couldn't have put it any better. As he said, those were buildings the city was paying for. And the Statler Towers, now, as I said, people my age, might not know what the significance uh, of bringing those building, that building back was. Uh, but many people here in western New York loved seeing the Statler Tower brought back to use. And yes, let's not forget the jobs that were created. Mayor Brown uh, mentioned that in his, in his statement on the passing of Mark Croce. The jobs that were created downtown when there weren't many jobs downtown. As I said, there wasn't much to do downtown. After 6 p.m., uh, before, before the revitalization of downtown, and I think you can really point to Mark Croce taking a chance on the Statler, and that was a chance um, in, in turning it into a, a destination for weddings, a destination for events. Um, so, you know, to Dan's point, you can argue the way he got it. You, you, uh, you might not like the way he he made his dealings but he did something with it and he turned it into a go-to place in a downtown that didn't have many go-to places and you can look at what he did at the Curtis it is beautiful it is a top destination of downtown as is the Buffalo Chop House how do you impress somebody tell them you're taking them to the Buffalo Chop House that is something Mark Croce built up, got people to come downtown when people did not want to go downtown. And Dan wants, if Dan wants to talk on the certain points he brought up, there will be a show for that. That is definitely not today. 803-0930, star 930. As I said, a lot of politicians leaving statements on the passing of Mark Croce and Michael Capriato, including Erie County Comptroller Stefan Mahailu, 
who said, I am saddened to learn that two treasured members of our com community were killed in a helicopter crash in Pennsylvania. Mark Croce believed in the resurgence and potential of Buffalo when not many others did. Mark took a chance on developing in Buffalo, and in doing so, he inspired others to follow suit. Mark was the spark, the catalyst of our downtown core's rebirth. He was so committed to our city and region, a true believer who worked to make Buffalo a better place. My heart goes out to his family. He continues, Michael Capriato, also of Orchard Park, was passionate about his community as well. A businessman who invested in Orchard Park, he always said yes and answered the call when people or charitable cases needed help. A former Village of Orchard Park trustee, Mr. Capriato was actively involved in supporting the Veterans Memorial Park in Orchard Park and had served on the board of Woodlawn Cemetery, among many worthy organizations. He owned the Quick Fill directly across from Orchard Park Town Hall. He was a well-known businessman in flat uh, businessman and also gave back to the community he loved. Our hearts are heavy today with the loss of these two great men. And um, well put by Erie County Comptroller Stefan Mahailu. The reactions from politicians continue to pour in. The reactions from other prominent business people continue to pour in. And also your reactions at 803-0930 and on the text board at 3930. We will take those reactions and what these two gentlemen meant to Western New York after we get a news update here on News Radio 930 WBEN. His karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hiya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams... Thanks for everything, Mom and Dad. ...will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org slash savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Welcome back. Joe Beamer here on the Friday show. On News Radio 930 WBEN, taking your reactions to the tragic news that two prominent businessmen, Mark Croce and Michael Capriato, have passed away in a helicopter crash last night in Cumberland County, Pennsylvania. As I said, that happened in Cumberland County, Pennsylvania. This morning, Susan Rose and Brian Mazarowski talked to Greg Shibley, who lives a few houses down from where the helicopter crashed. They talked to him to set the scene here on News Radio 930 WBEN. We are following breaking news this morning. Two men from Orchard Park dead in a helicopter crash last night in Pennsylvania. It happened in Cumberland County near Harrisburg. The victims, 
Mark Croce, Buffalo developer and Orchard Park businessman Michael Capriato, uh, joining us live there from from Silver Spring Township, the street where the helicopter went down, Greg Shively. Uh, Greg, you heard the crash last night, is that right? Oh, yeah. We, uh, my wife and I were sitting in the living room watching TV, and we heard what sounded like, you know, a aircraft and then popping noise and then... Uh, and then a big crash. How far away, uh, when the crash did happen, how far away is your home from the scene? 200 yards. So really, really close. And what happened as soon as you heard that? Did you run outside? Oh, yeah. We ran outside, and then and, and all the neighbors were running out. It was like a, a little ant farm. Everybody was coming out and heading down. And, and uh, you know, I went right up to the, to the crash probably 10 feet it's inside a fence in a backyard and uh and uh and i you know the whole reason i i wanted to give you a call because it is a miracle that this did not hit houses um it it truly is a miracle yeah, I was uh, just going to ask you, you know, you mentioned the residential street that this was on, and we heard that uh, no one on the ground was injured in this uh, crash. You call it a miracle. I mean, how close was this for it uh, not being a miracle to hit into a house or hit somebody who might have been home at the time? Really close. This, this based it, now, <laughs> I'm not an investigator, but based on the path of the debris, um, it, it, it had to been just clipping you know rooftops of probably five or six homes i mean just coming right over it and luckily the house where it came to its resting area has big trees in the backyard so it actually there's still debris in the tree high in the tree and it must have just hit the tree and fell straight down you know in its final resting place would that suggest to you, like you said, you're not an investigator, that something abruptly happened in the air and this this helicopter just came right down? I would say, and and, and I, I wanted to let you know that this debris, the way it's scattered, like um, there's a uh, there's a house probably you know over 800 or a thousand yards away that has a big tree branch that's sawed off that's like uh it's like somebody took a chainsaw to it and in their yard is a small propeller so it it leads it leads me to believe that this thing fell apart in the air how long did it take for first responders to get to the scene and were you able to tell when uh, the ntsb when federal authorities uh were, arrived on the scene well i was like I said, I, I got down to the the backyard within probably five minutes, or three minutes probably, and uh, I guess first responders showed up within 10. Um, and then I don't know about the MT, what, what did you say, MTSB? Yeah, NTSB, um, one of the federal agencies who are investigating. Um, I'm wondering if any of them may have spoken with you. Are they talking to neighbors to help piece together what happened? They weren't even. They weren't there. You know, once the, you know, it was it was an hour or two after that, and, and I don't think that that they were there at that point. 
I know they're expected to be there as uh, the sun is coming up this morning. You know, we had heard from uh, Joe Ducey, a reporter in, in Harrisburg, that uh, the weather was not out of the ordinary last night. Would you agree with that? Yeah, not at all. It was just, it was a, it was a clear night. And, and, and again, I think this thing fell apart in the air because the way that, like I said, that propeller is a thousand, is, is well, let me put it in houses, 10 houses away. And then there's the main propeller that's laying in the street that's, you know, another hundred yards from where it rested. We, uh, Greg, we appreciate the uh, insight that you're providing us this morning here in Western New York. I know it uh, uh, had to be something to be right there when this was happening, you know, in on your own street. But uh, that's uh, Greg Shively. He's joining us from Silver Spring Township, Pennsylvania. Heard the crash of the helicopter last night. The helicopter that was carrying Mark Croce and Michael Capriato. And as Brian said when he joined us at the top of the show. That story reminds a lot of people of 3407 in the accounts of 3407 going down on Long Street. So I, I know a lot of people heard that story this morning and uh, were brought back to that 10 years ago. 803-0930, star 930, your reaction to the tragic passing of Mark Croce and Michael Capriato. Two very prominent businessmen, and as you've heard in the interviews during the morning show, during my show, and as you can see on the text board, these are two men who loved Western New York, and they wanted to bring uh, Western New York to prominence. They really saw potential in not only downtown Buffalo with Mark Croce, but with Michael the potential of Orchard Park. He wanted to be part of Orchard Park rising to prominence, and they both did uh, a really good job of uh, of doing that. I can't say it enough with Mark Croce, and you've heard people who called in. He took a he saw a vision of downtown Buffalo when no one else did. When people saw downtown as, okay, that's right, go to work and maybe see the Sabres play or the Bisons play. Uh, but beside that, what's the reason to go downtown? And he challenged that. He said, I'll give you a reason to come downtown. And, um, you know, he started uh, up Chippewa when no one was on Chippewa, as CJ said, when no one was on Chippewa. And he took a chance there. He took a chance on Statler Tower when no one was at that. After City Hall shut down for business at 5, no one was in that part of downtown where Statler City is. And he said, I'm going to build a place to make you come to this part of downtown. And he succeeded. It's If you have not been inside Statler Towers or Statler City since he's uh, since he renovated it, uh, definitely go do it. The lobby bar is a great, uh, nice little quiet place to hang out. They got a good selection as well. And um, obviously one of the top wedding destinations in Western New York. So these are two men who had a vision and they would challenge you. They would say, I know this can be prominent again. I know downtown Buffalo will be a destination place. And Mark did a great job of adding to those destinations when <laughs> there really wasn't anything to go see downtown. 803-0930, star 930. 
Volkswagen of Orchard Park text board is open at 3930. When we come back, we're going to replay an interview from the 8 o'clock hour where our morning team talked with Bob Fine, who helped Mark Croce when he acquired Statler City. That is after this and your calls here on News Radio 930 WBEN. Joe Beamer with you here on the Friday show on News Radio 930 WBEN, talking about the tragic passing of two prominent businessmen, Mark Croce and Michael Capriato. Uh, Mark Croce had significant business downtown, he was a big part of the revitalization that you see now. He really did kick it off. He added destinations downtown when there weren't many destinations after 6 p.m. downtown. When the offices closed, so did a lot of the restaurants. And Mark Croce challenged that and said, I'm going to give you a reason to come downtown. Also, Michael Capriato was a big force in Orchard Park. He owned uh, Tim Hortons and a gas station, also served in the local government. Two men that really, really did love Western New York. And you can just see it in the reaction from politicians, including Mayor Byron Brown, who says in a statement, I am saddened by the passing of my friend Mark Croce. As owner of Buffalo Chop House, Curtis Hotel, and Statler City, Mark was one was part of our resurgence, adding jobs and creating destinations that have brought visitors to Buffalo. His presence will be missed. And you kind of hear that sentiment all over Western New York this morning as we learn more of the passing of Mark Croce and Michael Capriato. Earlier today, our morning team spoke with attorney Bob Fine of Hurwitz and Fine. He worked with Mr. Croce on his acquisition of Statler City. Here is what Attorney Bob Fine had to say. For further reaction now, we are joined live by Bob Fine, uh, attorney with Hurwitz and Fine. Uh, Bob Fine worked with uh, Mark Croce on the acquisition of the Statler City building. Uh, Bob, thank you so much for joining us this morning. Uh, I'm sure you're going through in your head a lot of memories you have of uh, you and Mark together. Mark uh, was a really class guy. Uh, if someone reached out for help in any area, he was always there. Uh, and he was a Renaissance man. He was a visionary. He was the ultimate entrepreneur. When he saw the Statler uh, in trouble and people were talking about ripping it down, uh, he stepped up. I, uh, I was involved uh, representing uh, an original partner of his uh, in that. And uh, they worked well together, and Mark was a leader in wanting to make things happen in downtown Buffalo, not only the Stadler, the Chop House, Curtis Hotel. Very creative guy and very approachable. Uh, I remember he was also big into parking lots, and when he took over the main place mall parking ramp, the first day he was standing there himself at the gate as people were pulling in to make sure that everything uh, was going well. He was, he was a charitable man. Um, he was very involved in political activities, very close to the mayor and the county executive. Uh, he was just a, a good human being and very, very important for the renaissance of Buffalo. Uh, his loss 
is a huge loss, not only to his young family, but um, but to the area. Bob, uh, when you mentioned the Statler, it made me think that um, there was talk early on when, when Mark Croce was talking about uh, taking over the building, there was talk of demolishing it, right? And he was the one that wanted to take a chance on it. Absolutely. Uh, absolutely. And he did it uh, as a visionary. Uh, he, he did seek public assistance for it, but that was kind of secondary. He just didn't want that building ripped down, and he felt that it would be a good place, and uh, that's an 18-floor building. And uh, he said, well, we can get the first few floors started, uh, and it has proved to be very successful, uh, even though it's highly unoccupied. But he, he said, we can make this work, and I don't want to rip down uh, whether it's that or some of the other uh, projects he's worked on uh, in the Buffalo community, uh, he's being remembered this morning as one of the people who kind of uh, was at the forefront of the redevelopment and revitalization of the city of Buffalo. Absolutely. I mean, whether it was uh, the chop house, people said, how are you going to get people to come to that location? It's not uh, in a spot where people would normally go for a restaurant. Oh, he said, I'll make it work, and I'll have a valet there to park cars so that that's not an issue, and he made it a first-class place. Same thing with the Curtis Hotel. Uh, those rooms in the Curtis Hotel, are the hotel rooms are just fabulous rooms. And um, the, he had this idea of the revolving bar from the old Chesame in Buffalo, and it really caught on. When you think of all of his properties, from the Statler to the Curtis, the Chop House, Darcy McGee's, another one of his restaurants, not that many developers had that many properties in Buffalo. He was a, vision, a visionary, uh, an entrepreneur, and he was a man who said, we can make things work. We can be creative. We can figure out a way. And he went about it, and he did it. And I'm sure he's kind of leaving an impact uh, not just on you, but on the city of Buffalo uh, this morning um, with this news of a tragedy in Pennsylvania. I'm wondering if uh, you kind of uh, can look ahead to how other people are maybe thinking about. We've reached out and, you know, gotten some words from other members of the local community, but I'm sure there's a lot of people just like you who are feeling the same way about Mark this morning. No question. And I'm sure that uh, other developers who've seen the success that he's had um, will take that as an example. Uh, Not to say uh, that Mark was the only visionary and entrepreneur who helped downtown Buffalo and Buffalo in general. There are several. Uh, But uh, I don't fear for the future uh, of Buffalo, New York, or the downtown area. I mean, the mayor, the county executive, and many developers and business leaders are all in sync on the future. But uh, one of the major players is now gone. Stunning news this morning. Uh, Bob, we really appreciate the, the help. As we remember Mark Rochi this morning, we're also remembering Orchard Park businessman Michael Capriato as well. Again, those interviews all available at WBEN.com. Attorney Bob Fine did mention the his relationship, being Mark Croce, with Mayor Byron Brown and 
the county executive, Mark Polonkars, uh, the county executive tweeted a statement. I am shocked and very saddened to wake up to the sad news of the helicopter crash that took the lives of Mark Croce and Michael Capriato. Mark was a very experienced pilot and loved traveling in his helicopter. My deepest condolences go out to both families at this sad time. And we talked to the president of the Amherst Chamber of Commerce, A.J. Bynes, I'm sorry, A.J. Baines, who also said that Mark's passion was flying and the um, he had flown with him a few times. Also, he had seen a picture of Mark in his helicopter all the time. It was one of his favorite hobbies and things to do. And A.J., as well, I'm sure all of us, it's uh, tragic that it was his passion that he was um, that took ended up taking his life. 803-0930, star 930, your reaction. Also, the impact Mark Croce and Michael Capriato had on Western New York. One hour to go, and before we go to the news, let's give you a chance to win $1,000. The 11 a.m. cash code is SHU, S-H-O-E, text SHU to 72881. You could win $1,000. His karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams... Thanks for everything, Mom and Dad. ...will always be worth it. Apply today at penfed.org slash savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone.